0: How are you? I'm I'm as good as I can be. You too. Sage there. Um <laughs> I don't yeah. I feel bad anytime anyone asks how you're doing, it's like, well, we're all not doing great. So for the circumstance, I'm doing good. Yeah, exactly. And I keep saying, you know, my mom
1: keeps calling people on the phone, like our family friends or whatever, and like sometimes like thinks I should go over and say hi. And I'm like, I'm actually in a really bad mood right now slash all the time and i don't want to do small talk and do like what like well, how are you what are you doing like i don't want to do that so i'm like you can you can do whatever you want but i don't want to do small talk so sorry yeah,
0: that's, that's fair i uh, the only people i've been talking to is my family like my parents and my grandparents right exactly i'm texting a few friends same yeah so i don't have to do
1: that small talk thing yeah not not right now god
0: no No, i know especially if i don't want to keep like harping on the bad but if this keeps going to the end of the year and like this is what we're doing i'm hoping that it won't but then i'm reading articles that say you know like big mass gatherings might not happen until 2021 and concerts might not get back till 2021 and it's like really
1: that's literally the most terrifying thing to me and when I read that last night, I think it was last night, I was in one of the lowest places I've been in a while, um, yeah. as you can imagine, uh, it's just, like, again, it's, like, that guilty feeling of being, like, well, if that's what's best for everyone, like, okay, but at the same time, that's just so heartbreaking on so many levels, like, me as a fan, I want to go to see who I want to see, yeah, mystery at large, like, Everyday people who are looking forward to this kind of thing, even if they're not, you know, avid music people as we are, maybe that sounded so snobby, but like just everyday people who just need that source of joy and that escape and that entertainment, like it just, it just affects us on so many levels. And I think that's why it really has me shaken up because it, it it's going to cause such a ripple effect that is a little bit too big for my brain to handle. So I need to just take it one day at a time.
0: Yeah. And I also think we're going into <laughs> we're going into the first the end of the first month. Um we officially would what's today's date? The 13th, the 12th.
1: I I came home from Philly on the 14th of March. So it's been like yeah, a month.
0: So it's been about a month. Um, I went home on like the 15th and came back when everyone was like basically leaving campus. Um, Josh kind of lost it today. We woke up this morning and he was like, I, (laughs) he was like, I want it to be over. Like, can this be done? And he was like, I think I've reached my breaking point today because he's at the point where he just doesn't know what to do because all of his hobbies are outside of our Of the home, essentially, you know, we both like to go to the gym. He likes to go and hang with his friends at breweries. And if he were, if he were like to have his day planned it'd be to go to the gym, go to class, go to work, whatever, and everything that he does, he can't do. And I was like, I felt this since the beginning. This isn't anything new for me. (laughs) Like,
1: I think it's hitting everybody at different points. And for me, I, I think I'm in a similar place as Josh, maybe, where it's like were a month in and before I was like this is really rough but oh I'm strong and I can I can deal with that and I still think you know I'm strong and I'll get through it but I I feel like I'm getting to the point now where I'm having less good days and I'm having less good moments and I'm having more moments that are sad Mm. like overthinking and anxiety and I've not been sleeping great like it's getting to it is getting to that point and it just it's a It's a great example of how everybody processes this kind of stuff differently. Like like for some people it's immediate. Yeah. Different amounts of time. And we all just have to like respect each other's journeys, but I'm definitely starting to feel it now. And I think it makes sense at the one month mark. I'm just so grateful that I like have my family here to keep me sane. Like we have so much fun playing games and like doing puzzles and watching (laughs) TV. And like, so that's really fun. But when it gets quiet and like it's time to go to bed and you see some scary article on twitter like it's just so horrible
0: well and i somehow started to develop allergies as a 22 year old because i've had like sniffles for the past two months and of course i'm lying awake in bed at night like googling my symptoms to make sure that i don't actually have it and that drives me crazy and so I've been, I'll send you, actually, I'll send you an email, um, of some good resources that I have gotten from my therapist actually, but are actually really good. Um, and if you're a student, you, I mean, obviously you are, but just in general, Headspace has like a student, um, discount and they also have like a free, I think it's like 10 days that you can do. And I love Headspace as like a way to help unwind and if you're not like into meditation it really helps because it guides you through it and that's been really helpful and yeah they have, like they have like m- i think they launched a new feature that's like mindful music or something i can't Ooh. remember what it was but some of them are it's or one of them is how to find uh, gratitude in tough times like they have all of these courses that'll help you um that are designed specifically with specific context so i think that that's that might help yeah
1: i used to use headspace i think i paid for it at one point and then like stopped because i was trying yeah. to save money but i didn't know that they had a, a student discount that's really good to know because i really like their service and i would love to get back on there especially now another app i really love is called what's up not WhatsApp. app what's up <laughs> and um it like asks you questions to ground you. It does, it helps you with grounding exercises, which is really great for people who get like, I get like anxiety attacks sometimes, and then also people who get panic attacks. I don't know if that's something that, you know, people are particularly dealing with right now in all the craziness, but if so, I really like this app, What's Up.
0: Yeah, and I've made, I made a playlist for uh, myself just, I titled it Mental Health, but it's more just for when I'm doing certain things that I want a sense of comfort. So it has a lot of the artists that I um, associate with that, which is weird. So there's like a lot of Maggie Rogers on it, John Mayer, The Beatles, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Matt Carney, Casey Musgraves, like a lot of people that I associate with comfort are on it. And then it's an hour and 43 minutes. And I play it when I'm doing journaling or if I just, like, need a minute to, like, feel like I can escape a little bit. Yeah, that's really, really great.
1: And I think something that's really important in all this is having a routine. Mm -hmm. So even, like, listening to a certain album or, like, just listening to an album, like, maybe a different one every day. Like, I kind of like to do that at certain points of the day. I'm like, I haven't really listened to music today let me go take some time to do that because it actually is really important for my mental health because it makes me happy and it makes me forget and yeah sometimes um so that's really important and uh, i was actually listening to uh heard it in a past life today just like Mm -hmm. you're just so right like it really is that kind of album that that comforts you i think maggie rogers and and casey musgraves are like two artists i immediately think of when i think of like comfort and Peace. So
0: Yeah. I wrote a paper about it for one of my classes about her in a past life. And in the like thesis, I just wrote about how it makes me it's an album that I go to when I feel like I need to be at home. Yeah. And totally. I feel like that's a really powerful statement to make for some sort of like sensory imagery. Yeah. Um I don't know. And it, it definitely really I wanna support Maggie because as we know right now is a really tough time she can't tour i don't know that she was planning on touring this summer but she can't tour a lot of artists can't tour and a lot of streams are down because people are all together so you're not listening to music as much and i find myself in that situation too where if i'm i'm with josh and his roommate and we're just talking like we don't have music like we're not listening to music yeah
1: me too same thing with my family like i mainly with my mom and my sister, like because my dad stays in the city in the week um and in the basement during the weekend. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing something, we'll probably want to end up doing something that doesn't require music or where like someone doesn't want music playing because okay. like if we're playing a game or something, they're like, oh we want to concentrate, which I get or you most of the time we're watching TV or something or a movie. Obviously you can't listen to music. So it is hard to like take those times to go. Just like off to the side and, and be like, I need a, a sec, and use that time to do whatever else I have going on, like cleaning my room or like something boring. um Right. So I've been, my sister's been cooking us all these really amazing meals, which is another blessing. And um I sometimes like to put music on while she's cooking because, like, why not? Um, I have music on when I'm cooking. Right. I mean, that's a great time. So podcast too, but that's more of an alone thing. Because then, if you need to talk to somebody about, like, can you? Pass me the onion. It's like you
0: lose focus, but um, but yeah, I I technically live alone. So when I cook at home, if I'm not um st- at Josh's apartment because we're we're next door neighbors, I'm putting that out there for anyone that's listening. Me my boyfriend are next door neighbors. Not I'm going to be quarantined home. with him, but I am also at my own apartment, which is next door. Um, I'm living alone right now, and so I'll like blast a podcast. Like today, I did a workout inside in. Like an at-home workout, and I played a podcast. But when we're we've been doing workouts outside, we have like a little driveway behind where our apartments are, and we've been playing music then because sometimes you know there's like it's weird to play a podcast out loud, but it's fine to play music, which is a weird thing. But I've been I've been trying to keep up with everything because I listen to so many podcasts and I listen to so much music that I feel like I'm getting behind. So I listen I. Actually, listen to podcasts in my run today, which was kind of weird because I always listen to music. Um, but it was pretty good. And I was telling Nicole about this last week. But one of my favorite podcasts is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, and he interviewed Alicia Keys, and he put it out last week. And if you're looking for something to listen to, while well, maybe you have schoolwork to do, or you're cleaning your your space, or you just want to listen to something and not really focus on anything that podcast is really great. She talks about her childhood and about her kids and kind of coming up with the music industry and dealing with uh, record labels that wanted to put her in one certain category, but she shifts to what she wants to do. And it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. I actually still need to finish it. Um,
0: but yeah, it's really good. They're long. His, yeah. his are like two hours long. So if you, I used to listen to them at work all the time and i put on the back and like get into the zone. So if you have two hours or you can listen to it in chunks, whatever you want to do. But. Yeah,
1: that's
0: what I guess I'm going to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually amazed, kind of impressed
1: with myself that I've been able to like keep up with podcasts this well. Like I'm not totally caught up. I'm a little yeah. behind. It's impressive. Cause I remember like I went away For like a week in the summer while I was like doing two internships and I oh my god I was like so behind I felt like I had like 50 podcasts to listen to just being away for like a long weekend so I'm very surprised I guess we have a lot of time and I I used to work so yeah
0: I took I, there was a, like, three weeks, these past couple weeks, I haven't been listening to the podcast, and I, like, looked, and I was like, oh, man, I'm, but we, we're on with John Caramonica. We are in sync with him. They did a whole Dua Lipa one on um, Saturday, it came out, and I was like, okay, we're on the same wavelength as him. Um, Yes, we are. I listened
1: to that one today.
0: Yeah.
1: The first half before the power went out and the second half after the power went out. <laughs> it was so great. He was talking to the OG Karen Gans, and like those two are just the cutest. And Little Squad. I'm like low key jealous a little bit. Um, because like when we talk about Dua Lipa, we're just talking about Dua Lipa. But Karen's like, well, when I interviewed her and like, right. and chimed in. And <laughs> so yeah. it's a slight like flex. But, um, but yeah, that was really great. They also did one on Sam Hunt, which I enjoyed because he's a very interesting case study um yeah I've definitely i've been I've, I've been up on podcasts i'm falling a little behind on some other ones but
0: yeah that one's the one that i've been a little bit behind on that one and i haven't been listening to um vox oh yeah they do one like every day about the news yeah like, that's not necessary <laughs> and i don't need like to do that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah or like the new york times is a daily one too about the news i don't need either of those right now exactly.
1: that's what yeah i
0: i saw you sent me an
1: article a while ago i think it was you about how like podcast listening is down so far in the quarantine and right. like yeah. I, saw somebody, I think people were talking about the same article in slack like at work and somebody said like oh yeah i don't the only ones I used to listen to were my news updates, my daily news updates. And now they're all about one thing. So it's kind of unnecessary. It's just, there's no need. I thought that was a really interesting point. So, but not us. We talk about music.
0: Well, and as I was listening, so today, is Monday, so I have two that come out on Mondays, Chicks in the Office, which is a Barstool one, which is like one of my favorite podcasts. They actually touch a lot on music. They interview the Jonas Brothers. They interview a bunch of, a lot of like pop culture icons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Armchair Expert comes out Mondays and Thursdays. And at the end of today's episode, Dax was saying that he is worried that people aren't listening because people listen to podcasts on their commute and because there's no commute anymore he's very aware that people probably aren't listening and i'm sure that they've seen a drop off in their listenership as well i mean everyone kind of has but it was interesting to hear him say you know i don't think we have as many people listening so if you're listening like talking directly to the listener which i thought was interesting
1: yeah that's really great it's a great way to make the listener feel kind of singled out in, in a good way and appreciate
0: you
1: yeah right now um yeah office ladies which is uh Jennifer, Jennifer and, yeah office, they keep getting on before they play their show which comes out Wednesdays um and they're like the third week in a row now they've been like just want to remind everyone that this was recorded many weeks ago and we are inside even though you might oh, hear yeah. talking about being in the studio and then yeah, so they give that little disclaimer but then also they kind of give some shout-outs to some fans who are like, you know, I'm a nurse, it's a really scary time right now, your podcast is getting me through it, or just, you know, people like you and I, I'm at home, I'm bored, thank you for giving me something to binge, and they're, it just sounds like they're really genuinely grateful, which is, I just, yeah, so
0: and I think right now a lot of people are obviously doing what we're doing and recording over Skype and Zoom and stuff like that, so they can continue to put out Uh, content and I mean we're really lucky that we can do that. I know people like um, Dax. I'm gonna go back to Dax Shepherd. Monica is his co-host. They live together because Monica used to be their nanny and then she started having seizures and so now she lives with Dax and Dax is married Kristen Bell, so now she like is living with them right now because she would have been living on her own. But then, so they're together, but they're talking to people over Skype. Oh, I see. They're still doing their interviews. Like today today was Ed Helms, and so the picture they post on on Instagram is like the two of them sitting next to each other, screenshotted with Ed Helms on the other side. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's good because then at least if
1: those two just internally are having a conversation. It sounds like normal to the listener,
0: right? It's cute. Yeah. 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 I mean, all all of the podcasts that I listen to are remote at this point, so I think everyone's doing a pretty good job.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I how come came back um, for season three on April Fool's Day actually, which was like a fun little Surprise. marketing. Yeah, that they <laughs> that they did, and yeah, they usually release on Sundays, but like they did that on a wednesday just because and yeah the first episode that she released was like a, a skype session with somebody recently and then the next two since then have been ones that she recorded in october and she's being like very clear about this was recorded in person yes but it was in october right after season two ended and so that's like it's cool to see that she's like mixing it up with a little bit of both so they can reference some timely matters and then also show you know a better time before all of this craziness um so i think that's a really cool kind of technique that they're doing
0: yeah and i think a lot of content creators are trying their best to right. out and one of my favorite things that's come out of this is john krasinski started doing this video that he puts out every week called some good news Yes, I love those. And I like got all excited because there was the he puts them out on what Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I was see it out. <laughs> and um yesterday it was like, Ooh, there's a new one and it showed um the nurses in Boston going to Fenway. Oh, yeah.
1: I think I saw a clip of him talking about baseball.
0: Yeah.
1: It might have been the same one. He was like talking about how it doesn't feel like you know this time of year without baseball, yeah. and uh, definitely are feeling that in our house. It's it's pretty it's pretty upsetting not having baseball. So yeah, that was that was a cute one.
0: And then he had like the cast of Hamilton. Did oh you yeah, see that? he had the cast of Hamilton come on and sing the opening song. Yeah, yeah, little girl who didn't get to see Hamilton, which I it was, it sounded so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah, so focusing on the positives, you know, we can uh we can we can focus on the negatives but it's not gonna change anything, so we should focus on the positives. You totally,
1: know? yeah. We just have to keep a positive attitude even when it's hard or else it's just just, it's never gonna get better. So
2: So let's get to it.
0: all right so turn into some positives today um monday demi lovato and sam smith announced that they are putting out a song called i'm ready it's supposed to come out friday yeah this friday right this friday the 17th yeah. And the album artwork has the two of them in, like, white jumpsuits with medals around their necks. So, Nicole pointed out that maybe it was supposed to be for the Olympics. I think that that could be true, because there's always a theme song for the Olympics. I think Sia did the last one, Lady Gaga did one at some point. Like, there's always some sort of song that goes with it. So, I'm wondering if they kind of were like, yeah, this is the Olympic song. I yeah.
1: Mean, yeah, it could it could have been that it was supposed to, you know, obviously come out like a normal Olympic song would, but now there's no Olympics, and so I think if that theory is correct, then it's kind of cute that they would be like, you know what? Let's just release it anyway because the fans are really desperate right now for some some good music from our faves. So yeah, I'm excited. I I feel like both of them have really strong voices. Mm. It's going to be really exciting to hear them both together on the same track. So definitely looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking more at their announcement, and it really doesn't say anything. Sam Smith says, incredibly happy to release this song with my gorgeous and talented friend. I love you, Demi. Can't wait for you to hear it this Friday. And then Sam Smith posted, like, an announcement video yesterday, which was kind of funny. Right, right. But besides that, I'm looking at the Team Demi Twitter because... Demi doesn't run her own Twitter, if you didn't know that. She's not on Twitter. Yeah. So there's very, nothing about it.
1: Yeah, it's very straightforward. It's like, I'm ready. What's Sam Smith? April 17th. Cover art. Link. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw Scooter tweeting about it, so that's kind of how I found
0: out. Right. And then, I mean, Demi's been doing a lot lately. Yeah. She is now working with Fabletics and her whole deal is like empowerment and everything about that because she's had her struggles and struggles with her mental health and now she is doing really well and wants to showcase that so she put out a line with Fabletics and every I think it's for every item uh, they're donating gear to frontline workers for uh, COVID through the World Health Organization which is really cool. So she's been in the press because of that, nothing to really do with music. But now now they're doing music.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's exciting for sure. Um what was I going to say? Oh yeah, a lot of artists are doing that kind of thing where they're selling merch or something and then a portion or all of the proceeds go to to the uh the frontline workers,
0: the healthcare people. Who yeah.
1: Are battle for us. Um, did
0: it. Um and the t-shirt says uh pretty sure it says this shirt saves lives or something and then on the back it says uh treat people with kindness nice yeah for ice ice cube also is
1: doing it and um his shirts are like check yourself cuz that's one of his fam- fa uh, famous songs blah, uh check yourself before you wreck yourself and it's like screenshots from the video with a mask on his face and 100% of the proceeds go to uh, hospitals in underprivileged areas. So really exciting stuff.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I mean, people people that have the means are doing a lot, and I know that there's um a lot of different organizations that are helping. Um, the Grammys have their own organization that is helping yeah. um, with COVID relief, and yeah. I mean, it's so hard because a lot of songwriters are technically like freelancers or like work for hire so they don't get a lot of the same benefits that a normal person who's employed would get right for sure so i think that you know the recording academy is trying to take care of them all sorts of stuff so
1: i double a as well i think
0: yeah
1: actually like working with the recording academy i think a lot of these organizations are coming together rather than being separate they're kind of all working together to to support independent musicians and all musicians so that's really great um
0: yeah yeah another uh interesting slash exciting thing that's coming out as we're speaking um one direction may or may not be getting back together (laughs) yeah so tell me all about this because well i only had internet for half the day today
1: which to me is like an eternity uh, and so I think I must have missed this one. So tell me
0: all about it. So this has been going on for a couple days, and Sirius XM Hits 1 has been <laughs> tweeting about it a lot. Okay. So I don't really know when it all started. It's been, it started, like, last week, and then different places have been picking it up and reporting on it. And so today I went on Twitter and I saw... Uh, Zayn trending. So when I looked, apparently the One Direction official Twitter refollowed Zayn, I guess, and like some of the guys have refollowed Zayn on Twitter, but not. But he hasn't followed them back. And there's a bunch of stuff that could be leading to a single maybe coming out, but I I don't really know. I feel like they don't really like each other. Yeah. I'm coming wondering. from coming from someone who has been a One One Direction fan since you know 2011, it really? feels like they don't really like each other. I'm looking SiriusXM hits one tweeted 27 minutes ago. They call it the One D T Cap, yeah. and so it starts with hashtag One D online concert stay at home had was trending today all day long with over 1 million people s- tweeting about it um it says follower count on 1d twitter changed over the past few days it now stands at 3609 there was a fake genius entry for a one direction song which i saw and it was called five and i was like that's not true uh (laughs) someone apparently submitted a fake song to genius and it got approved i don't know um major press outlets started to pick up on what Serious XM hits one has been talking about and we're posting uh, related to One Direction on social media and we're talking about reunion. So the New York Post, People, E, Us Weekly, MTV, The Daily Mail, The Guardian, et cetera. New York Post in page six claim to have sources that say a possible TV show or new music drop could be in the works soon. um, And a full on reunion could happen because of that. Honestly, I don't think, I would love for them to get back together, but also I don't think that they will. I think that uh, Harry and Niall are doing really well in their own uh, careers to ruin it, to come back together.
1: Yeah, I I just, I feel like it's something that we've all seen, regardless of which one you like the most or whatever. I know it's something we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, It's clear to see that for all of them, they're all kind of, like, better apart. You I, know what I mean? Like, the fact that Harry is a solo artist now, like, that's better for just the world. Like, it's just I, better.
0: And you know? I, I mean, I'd be excited to see them get back together, but also I kind of, like, I because I grew up with them and I grew up too, I don't want them to go back to that, like, boy band, teeny bopper. I don't want right. them to end up being, like, a Backstreet Boys that have to p- play off their fame from 20 years ago. Yeah, Cause, no offense, but we all know, I, I know that a lot of people are into the whole Backstreet Boys still going at it, but, you know. Yeah, it's like, it begs the question, you know, if, say they were to get
1: together right now or tomorrow or whatever, what would the music sound like?
0: I like, don't know, because they, they're all so different.
1: Yeah, they've gone in different directions, no pun intended. Um but they are not going to go back to making, like, whatever they left off on, on, on Made in the AM or whatever, like, that would just be
0: backpedaling for all of them, so. I think, and I also think that people aren't realizing that they're also all in recording contracts. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, This is just me coming at it from a, Business standpoint, that Columbia is in no way gonna let Harry Styles get out of that tra- that contract.
1: Let's be right. I don't think Capital is gonna let Niall out either, nor should they. Like,
0: Louis on is a little bit more like, eh, because they're not that big, but I also think that they wouldn't do that to him. I don't know what Liam's on. Is Liam also on Capital? I don't know. And I
1: definitely used to know. Yeah. Could you but, imagine if it was a reunion and then it was just like Liam, Louie, and Zane? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean No one, no I one would know. care. No one would care. They'd I be mean, like, no, Harry, "No, me. Sirius XM Hits One has been tweeting for months about One Direction and they keep doing it for clout. It's a little a little thirsty, I think. They're so thirsty. Honestly, and they've been doing it for months, and I used to really like Hits One when I I was at home in high school and would listen to serious radio in my parents' car. I thought Hits One was great, but the past few, I would say two months, since like February, they've been doing One Direction throwbacks. And I really think that it's because their listenership is probably down. I really don't know, and it just they were bringing up things that happened like five years ago to try and validate this idea. And I mean, yeah, it's the 10, 10 year anniversary. So I understand yeah. that maybe people want to do it, want to have them come back. But like one of their tweets from April 12th was that the one direction header was resized. Like really? <laughs> now you're just grasping for straws. Yeah, that's,
1: their arms must hurt from that reach because that's just, it just seems like they were like giving an intern something to do. Like, can you check if this header was resized? Cause
0: we have nothing else going on. I mean, their tweets are like a Stan account from 2011, honestly. Kind of
1: and it seemed like that for sure. It's very thirsty. I'm not a fan. I feel yeah. like there's nobody likes a brand that tries too hard to be relatable. Nobody likes that. So just stop. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like it's very
0: transparent. Like we know you're just doing it. So I mean, yes, I would love for them to get back together, but I also realistically don't think it's gonna happen. Based, yeah, I don't
1: think that's a good solid source. That I don't know profile. Like just because they're verified doesn't mean they know anything. And shit changes. Like maybe it was a maybe, and it's gonna end up not happening. Shit changes every day. So yeah. Listen, how are they going to get back together if they can't get within six feet of each other? Honestly,
0: that and. Unless they must have
1: recorded this song months ago.
0: They could have, but I don't think that they did because. Oh, Harry was releasing his critically acclaimed sophomore album. Right. Like Niall also released an album. Niall was trying to tour. Harry was supposed to start touring. Well, I was supposed to go see Harry in June, but guess who's not going to be able to do that? Me. June <laughs> I know. I can't
1: even see Justin in September.
0: Yeah.
1: We're off.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess it's really not. So it's already April.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that's the tea on that. And there will be updates. Yeah. Perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. I'm texting my friend who used to be a, um, a One Direction stand account runner too, who works for Epic. Yeah. I'm like, do you know things?
1: Yeah, what are what are her views?
0: Yeah, she goes, something is coming, but the song isn't true. I'm like, yeah, it's fake. I know that. Maybe it's just like a 10-year anniversary like special on TV
1: or something. Like maybe it's something really lame.
0: Like a where are they now? Like um yeah. Tiger King released as they Tiger King released stuff that was kind of shitty. But it was Joel McHale interviewing people from that were in the show. So if you haven't seen Tiger King.
1: I haven't seen it, and it's, like, all anybody talks about, so. Yeah. It's, I'm not into those, like, creepy murder shows, but I know it's, like, hilarious. I mean,
0: it's not, like, a creepy murder show. It's funny because they exposed... So Joe Exotic's hus- ex-husband exposed Joe Exotic for not actually singing, and he has songs on Spotify under his name, but I guess it's not really him singing. So that's funny.
1: Watch Columbia sign him.
0: Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, there were people saying that they were like, "He's the- he's the next Gordon Ramsay, or uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mason Ramsay." I said Gordon Ramsey.
1: I was ready to believe you though. I was like, "Yeah, Gordon Ramsay,
0: Mason <laughs> <and> Ramsay." <laughs>
1: King of the yeehaw nation
0: yeah gordon ramsay i was watching his hot ones last night so that's why <laughs> he does not do spicy well um yeah i mean I, do you have any news from the from the music world uh, not anything that
1: isn't like super depressing yeah um oh i mean drake got his seventh number one single today
0: with Ooh, um, he's got a, a whole new uh song called yeah the TikTok tock one
1: yeah so i'm like totally drawing a blank on what it's called but it's you have definitely heard it and it's kind of embarrassing that i don't remember that. it's like something slide right
0: yeah i'm looking tootsie slide slide. Tos, tis, shh, i'm looking it up right now it's something like that choosy slide i was close so it's it's
1: Tailor made to be a TikTok song. Oh, it's it's evident
0: because he he
1: gives directions in it. Yeah. it's transparent even for Drake. But honestly, respect. Like, get that money. That's fine. You're Drake. But yeah, it debuted at number one today. It's his third single to do so to debut at number one, and the only other person was had three singles debut at number one is I think Mariah Carey. So he's the first man to do it. Um. And it's just so incredibly record extending. Like it it just, I can't even list all the accomplishments. Like it's his something if top five and top 10 and top 40 and like 200 something chart entry. Like it's insane, but it's Drake, so it makes sense. Um, I'm just glad to see some movement in the top 10 because the box was number one for so long. Um, And then Blinding Lights by The weekend went number one, which love that song, so very deserving. And now the Strake song is number one, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. I hope don't don't start now. goes number one.
0: Yeah, I do too, but also, I just I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's slim Pickens in the top ten right now. like
0: it really is. It's they haven't moved. No one's listening to music. It's so hard. and what people are listening to is staying pretty stagnant for the most part, right, which is the worst part. And I mean, the the TikTok thing is really getting out of hand. <laughs> True. Like, let's be real. I don't know. I mean, Don't Start Now is where it is because of the did 180 on TikTok. I mean, say
1: So <laughs> by Doja Cat is in the yeah. top. I'm pretty sure wait is it in the top five this week i
0: did it's it's number six and savage by megan the stallion is number nine so like those are three songs that went big on TikTok, and blinding lights because of that the the challenge with the with the foot thing and the swimming i don't know what is your even intentions by justin
1: which is number nine is not it's not a super popular like TikTok challenge, but I'm pretty sure like some people. Oh, I'm know. looking
0: at the Spotify charts. Sorry, I didn't tell oh, you that. that.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the Hot 100, which it was just updated today. So.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, today's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, oh yeah, but- so, so by Doja Cat is number eight this week, but I could totally see it coming up on into the top five. Um, I love that Yeah. Song. Regardless of TikTok, I love that song. So
0: oh yeah. It's Doja Cat's she's she's got all earworms. She's catchy. Right? I, I love
1: Doji Cat. She's like, we should do a whole Doji Cat episode because she is one of those people who makes such high quality music, but like when you go on her Instagram or her socials or whatever, she's so down to earth and just weird and funny, and you can't believe it's the same person singing these like perfectly polished like pop rap songs. Did you know she's jewish he is she is she's one of us not know this that's cool yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that's cool <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing i learned recently i was like well she's not publicly jewish <laughs> but i guess she's jewish she's jewish um yeah yeah but i didn't really know of her until this most recent album so i can't really say much
1: i knew her like when she released her first EP, like, a while ago, but then I kind of forgot about her for a while, and then she had this, like, Moo song, where she yep. it was, like, Macau, moo, and that's how she got signed by RCA. Yep. Whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> and, and then... when I first heard of her, because I, there was a assignment through Sony Music U that I didn't have to do that had to do with that song. Yeah. She released an EP
1: before that, and then I thought that she would never happen. Like, I was, like, I was, it was, like, 2014 or whatever, and I was like, I like underground music. Like, you might not have heard of Doja Cat, but, so, yeah. And then, (laughs) obviously, she ended up blowing up. She released an album in 2018 that didn't make too much noise. Um, I didn't listen to it. Zamala? Yeah. Hot Pink is really great. It's a really solid album.
0: And she's got that song on the Birds of Prey soundtrack, Boss Bitch. That slaps
1: that's a great song and a very popular one on tiktok
0: very popular with the um the bot that does like the slow motion with ariana grande and her dress from the Grammys. yep yep we love
1: that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i mean i think if we keep ourselves busy and we just keep pushing and keep trying to the best we can I've been trying to put some inspirational things on our Instagram so if you don't follow our Instagram it's at poppinionspod um that's where I make the theme pink and it's super cute uh, <laughs> and, <There's> no- <laughs> and um yeah I mean it's weird because this is the second week of my last term of college I mean really? you too really?
1: yeah it's really really fucking weird
0: so it doesn't feel like it just because obviously we're not going to class um and the classes that i'm in are just like one of them is a mad men's and mogul so we're talking about the brill building and kind of the history of songwriting and it actually ties previously nicole lent me a book that talks about um producers and songwriters and i was reading it i'm now reading an entrepreneurship book but i need to get back into that other book but it's about like how hits are written and who is behind them and I learned a lot about how Max Martin started yeah okay Um, subtle but not so subtle plug The Song
1: Machine by John Seabrook is the best book ever it literally made me who I am today I used to hate pop music I thought I thought I was like cooler than everyone and after I read that book I became this now I'm obsessed with
0: Taylor Swift it's really interesting because it talks about how pop music basically started in Sweden. Yes, which I knew, but I didn't know the pop music that we know today basically started in Sweden. And then, because the one there's the one guy who like did all the DJs, and all the DJs started to come together. And I mean, obviously, it's influenced by a lot of other things, by rock and by R and B and soul. But a lot of it, things like disco. Right, but a lot of the production that we know today comes from Sweden, which I think is really interesting.
1: Sweden is the homeland. Yeah. They will, will be there. Not today. <laughs> Not
0: anytime soon. Not anytime soon, though. No.
1: Yeah, it's a really great book. Um, if you're
0: looking for something
1: to read about music, please read it. Oh my god, it's so good.
0: That, and it has a lot of information about stuff that we've studied in our, like, music history classes, too. Exactly. I read it right before I started college.
1: So that set me up to be like way too much of an overachiever and basically right. led to where we are now.
0: Cuz I'm reading it and I know who all these people are, which I think is really fun cuz I think before obviously before I wouldn't have known, but because I've read that, I read uh Donald Passman, which if you're in the music industry and you haven't read that, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> I just, like, yeah. I there. <laughs> yeah um ticketing masters read that learned all about the live music so there are a lot of really good music, so music Rex. yeah
1: by stephen witt amazing book i just finished cowboys and indies incredible Hit by dorothy carbello female perspective love it hit me up if you want more
0: So now that you've got all that time to read yep. we can do a book club <laughs> <laughs> Opinions Book Club. Opinions Book Club. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. We will try and, uh, you know, be creative next week. We'll see what the week brings us after uh, Demi Lovato and Sam Smith drop their single. Maybe I, I'm i Ready will make us all ready for something. I don't know. Not <laughs> the Olympics.
1: Yeah, for another week of sitting around and doing nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Until then. Bye. Bye.
2: What the what's next? Go and cash your bad checks You gotta wipe it In your pocket You bought a big hat But you lost it Cash in, cash out While you still can Waste time on your big dream, then you get scammed by a TV. Drop and drop out, it's a good plan. <laughs> Soft clothes, summer tan, racking up debt. Now I can't come back in a cold sweat. So what you gonna do next? Go and cash a bad check with down and out, baby. Now I can't come back in a cold sweat. So what you gonna do next? Go and cash a bad check with down and out, baby. card and use it. If you don't, no problem. Just have your checking account number ready when you call.
1: Next, gonna cash your bad checks